section thirty nine masterpieces of negro eloquence edited by alice dunbar nelson this librivox recording is in the public domain the two seals by professor george william cook secretary of howard university mr toastmaster and friends let me first thank the committee and you all for your generosity in tendering me this evidence of good wishes and good will it is stated in your invitation in honor of george william cook secretary of howard university a double compliment at once personal and official surely it is an honor to find so many men of varied occupations and duties turning aside to spend time and money to express appreciation of one's character dull indeed must the creature be who cannot find gratitude enough to return thanks for grateful minds always return thanks to be direct i deeply feel the personal and non-official side of the compliment you pay me but will you pardon me gentlemen if i confess that to compliment me as secretary of howard university touches me in a tender and vulnerable spot i love old howard and always have been and am now anxious to be in the team to tug at the administrative phase of howard's movements accept then my sincere thanks now let us then turn aside in sweet communion as brothers to talk about our alma mater let us trace her from foundation to present eminence reaffirm our family pledges and form resolutions new howard men will spring up with both money and spirit not far in the future when the mother's cry in want will be met with a generous hand from her sons and daughters a little more time for preparation and accumulation then will be the time when endowment will precede request for preferment when black philanthropists can turn desert spots into oases of learning and build halls of culture then will howard be reaping the reward in her own harvest and justify her being in the great family of universities though i wax warm in sentiment i crave your indulgence but for a short while for i pledge you my honour and i say it seriously that there is an affection underlying my words that makes howard but second in love to my wife and child she has been a gracious mother to me supplying my necessities and defending me in my adversities for which i have ever sought with might and main to return loyalty and service when i am referred to as a howard man i have an uplift in the consciousness of relationship and fealty to an institution which to honour is but to be honoured visible manifestations of thought and idea have ever marked the purposes of man monuments and cities but express precurrent mental objects god in his message to moses directed that a tabernacle be built and that it should be the sign of his pleasure and approbation a veritable indwelling of the spirit of god living thought can be said to have habitation greek and roman art egyptian architecture catholic grandeur or quaker simplicity 
all speak some great and noble soul-moving and world-moving power within the temple area was centred the devotion of the jew both political and religious the hebrew theocratic system of government made it so st peter's at rome no more nor less than st paul's at london speaks of god and the mission of his son the mosque of omar saint sophia at constantinople point that allah is god and mohammed is his prophet the taj mahal is at once the emblem and creation of love the sistine chapel teaches the glories and joys of maternity and god incarnate in man the pan-american building at washington the carnegie peace building at the hague teach unity of mankind and but heighten the angelic chorus of peace and goodwill to men from yon virginia hill a galaxy of institutions may be discerned bringing lessons to a listening world as one may stand on arlington's sacred heights looking about him he will find the indices in the graves and monuments there of sacrifice for a national union indissoluble and forever and as his eyes sweep the horizon scanning through mist and sunshine the emblem and insignia of thought and policy will block the view he will see the gold-tipped dome of the library of congress glinting in the light and know its scintillations but herald the purpose to keep the light of learning and knowledge bright yon stately capitol dome interrupts his line of vision but to remind him that it covers the chancel of legislation and that representative government is a fixed and permanent fact that single towering shaft on yon potomac bed speaks of individual and unselfish devotion to a nation washingtonian patriotism unique in history and at the same time reflects the appreciation of a grateful and worshipful people hadst thou seen it in its lonely grandeur on a moonlight night it is well worth a trip across the ocean to read its message sweeping westward the eye sees planted on a hilltop georgetown college the outward symbol of tenet and propaganda raising the visual angle and dropping back to the northwest the white marble walls of the american university come to view planted that methodism with justification by faith might preach the gospel for the redemption of man turning to the northeast the great catholic university presents itself as a repository and at the same time a vehicle of catholic love of learning and in juxtaposition towers high in alabastine whiteness and spanish architecture of the soldier's home though standing mute in immaculate marble expressing to the defenders of a country an appreciation of their patriotism and sacrifice the ensemble preaching to an active world then the line of vision is obtruded upon by the stately main building of howard university of her structures the noblest observed from the high palisades or the low bed of the potomac that ever-present object of view from any point of the district is veritably a city on a hill that cannot be hid symbolic and typical of her mission and then the inquiry comes as to her significance why standeth thou there absorbing space vying in sunshine and moonshine with the capital in conspicuous aspect the two stand as twin sentinels on opposite ramparts of the potomac valley overlooking at midnight vigil the slumbering city each challenging the attention of the wayfarer what art thou to justify thyself to man what mission hast thou to excuse thy being what road of profit what principle of uplift hast thou to send forth thy halls resound to the murmur of what message from the divine what we ask is thy mission the answer is echoed from the archives 
consult her founders learn of them if thou wouldst know therefore friends we turn to the records of howard university and the declaration of her founders her founders men fresh from the fortunes of war battle-scarred and blood-stained desiring further to perpetuate the object of their militant victories by the forces of peace and brotherhood men who failed to die at gettysburg chancellorsville and lookout mountain and, and continued the fight on this hill men who not satisfied with loosening the shackles of bondage turned their powers of to driving darkness from human souls though encased in ebony men who wrought under god's hand and dying dissatisfied that the full fruition of their labours were not yet come to pass leaving to survivors and posterity an unmistaken task and warfare how it has had two seals the first reading equal rights and knowledge for all the second for god and the republic the former breathing the spirit of the civil war period and the pauline doctrine declared before the areopagus announced in the preaching and work of christ and emphasized by the declaration of independence the latter pregnant with reverence piety and patriotism the twain compassing man's duty higher than that which human conception is lost privileged indeed is one to live under the aegis of such twin declarations fortunate indeed to have the authorization of official acts blessed by the benediction of such battle cries the preamble to the charter explains comprehensively though not in detail the great purpose of howard university section one that there be established and is thereby established in the district of columbia a university for the education of youth in the liberal arts and sciences under the name seal and title of howard university stated as simple and plain as the decalogue itself i glean from the fourth annual report on schools for freedmen for july one eighteen sixty seven by j w alverd then general superintendent of schools bureau for refugees and abandoned lands what i conceive to be the first catalogue of howard university and if you will bear with me i will read the entire catalogue howard university a charter has been granted by congress for the howard university which is to be open to all of both sexes without discrimination of colour this institution bids fair to do great good its beautiful site so opportunely and wisely secured is an earnest of success large and commodious buildings are soon to be erected thereon the normal and preparatory departments of the university were opened on the first of may under the instruction of rev e f williams an accomplished scholar and a thorough teacher at the close of the month the school numbered thirty-one scholars it has now increased to about sixty miss lord so long a popular teacher of this city has been appointed assistant the grade of this school is low for its name but the students are making good advancement it may be thought by casual consideration as was said by eminent men that the name was the largest thing about it but i prefer to disagree and to say that the purpose as set forth in the charter is the greatest thing about it these are the words we urge all friends of the freedmen to increasing confidence and to look forward with assured expectation to greater things than these this people are to be prepared for what is being prepared for them they are to become a people which in time past were not a people and there is increasing evidence that god hath made of one blood all the nations of men equal endowments substantially with equal culture will produce that equality common to all mankind in them we get the quintessence we get the crystallization we get the high purpose we get the spiritual foundation of howard university conceived in prayer born of the faith and convictions as embodied in its original seal which reads equal rights and knowledge for all an offspring of plymouth rock howard university is set before you a cross between religious fervour and prophetic educational enthusiasm she is then 
the essence filtrating from the declaration of paul at athens that of one blood hath god created all men to dwell upon earth for forty-five years howard has been living her life she has been more or less doing her work as circumstances allowed and dictated but now we ask of you watchman what of the night how far has this work been progressing along the line of basal principles that we find embodied in all these authoritative extracts unfortunate i think it is that the discussions in the early meetings of the board of trustees were not preserved in stenographic report for the time will come when the spiritual history of howard university must be written as well as its material history and then the historian will be at a loss to find the true athletus that gave birth to our alma mater unless we keep it in evidence the imagination has oft painted howard university as a temple a temple of knowledge a temple for the teaching of justice a temple for the upbuild of mankind let us then hold its form to our imagination pearly white as the palaces of the south straight in its construction as rectitude and let us present it to an admiring world not only for aesthetic culture but ethical grandeur religious progress and political righteousness and let us say to all be he high or low who touches a stone in yon god-given edifice is guilty of vandalism is an iconoclast not at any time to be tolerated he is tampering with the rights and privileges of a worthy people and deserves to have visited upon him the excoriation of a fiery indignation howard was created to meet the dire needs of a meritorious class and insensible indeed must the man be who for sentimental or personal reasons or for profit swerves one degree from the line of the highest form of education in administration or instruction there should be launched upon him the anathema of an outraged people sound the alarm that no man must hinder the true mission of howard university it were better for him that a millstone were hung about his neck and that he be cast into the deep for him there is punishment even after death in the sure infamy that will attach to his name the old motto equal rights and knowledge for all is a necessary constituent of the howard university life and purpose there can be no howard university without equal rights and highest culture for all based upon merit and capacity to be plain we know of no negro education political rights and civic privileges are accompaniments of citizenship and are therefore part of the warp and woof of harvard university's curricula the salt and savour without which wherewith will it be salted mathematics has no colour ethics and philosophy are of no creed or class culture was not fashioned for race monopoly knowledge is in no plan or department an exclusive goal justice is universal freedom and striving for the acquisition of god's bounty as revealed by nature is the birthright of all and an inalienable right of all these are god-given privileges and any contravention of them is born of evil and belongs to the evil powers our privileges have imposed a trust and we are the trustees let no man deceive himself whatever the opportunity of approval now for betrayal of trust bequeathed to us the time will come for the court of public opinion to find whom to blame and whom to thank what the founders demanded for howard we must still demand what william clark and martha spaulding by their gifts meant must still be meant by howard's activities being justified in the past it must be maintained in the future then to-night let us re-baptize in howard's spirit and issue the mandate of loyalty and endeavor let no howard man ever expatriate himself necessity driving him from howard let him consider himself 
domiciled elsewhere but his scholastic citizenship intact in howard we will sing the old song of howard though there be other songs greater yale cambridge oxford and leipzig may sing their songs but for me and my house we will sing howard i love old howard let us imitate the psalmist we will meditate also of all thy work and talk of thy doings we will exalt howard and delight in her good work where she is weak we will endeavour to strengthen and where she is strong we will direct to the uplift of the race she may be lacking in equipment that can be tolerated but as to principle she must not be weak at any point from stem to stern she must carry the marks of her purpose and at masthead must float the pennant of her seals neither time nor purpose can ever erase the fitness of equal rights and knowledge for all for god and the republic the two seals End of section 39